Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast. This is Cyrus Rogers. As always, I'm here with Kaunda Chama. We are doing it live and in effect here at the Pod House. How are you doing, Kaunda? I am great. The The Lakers won this morning yes, for a change. Yes, they did. They yes, won they this did. morning for a change, so I'm good, Cyrus. And, and LeBron w- went off. So, yeah. Th- th- those are always good days. For you're, me. you're happy. Your happy moments are happening. You know, LeBron yeah. James plays while the Lakers win. Yeah, um, it's, it's okay. It, it, and things, they're, things are really, they're a really 500 team. Yeah. They're a 500 team because <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they'd be dropping below that 500, Cyrus, and it's concerning. Yeah? Oh man, look, we'll, we'll we'll talk about the Lakers at another spot. But thank you everybody yeah. for listening to the podcast. Um, before we get into it, let's give you some of our social handles. Um, you can follow us on Twitter on at Post Up Podcast. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, we're at Post Up Zone. On Facebook, at Post Up Zone, and go to postupzone.com. That's where we are, postupzone.com. Our topic this week is a really interesting one because, you know, there's a lot happening in the league at the moment, Calendar, and and all eyes have been on the Warriors and seeing how well they've been doing in the West. But as we've been looking West, we haven't necessarily seen that there is a battle brewing in the East. And the Eastern Conference is one of the most tightly fought battles. I mean, if you look at the number one seed being the Brooklyn Nets as we record this podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all the way down to the Toronto Raptors in the 12th seed, there's only five games separating those teams. And five games is not a heck of a lot. But between first seed and 10th seed, which is your playoff and play-in places, there's only four games. Uh, so, the, you know, your 10th your placed Boston Celtics are four games back mm-hmm. from the Brooklyn Nets. And anything can change. So we're going to talk about you know they call about they call it the wild wild west. What's the uh, alliteration for the east? Uh, yeah, the extreme, beasts extreme in the east. east. The beasts in the east. I, the I don't know, Cyrus. And 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 just for the sake of this season and what's happened so far, I want us to remove the reputation that the Eastern Conference is the least in conference. No, I think it's gone. I think that that reputation. I think that gone. reputation needs to go. And the kind of excitement we have seen in in the past couple of seasons. Uh, I mean, I'm excited to watch the East as much as I've always been excited to watch mm. the West, right? Yeah, it's 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 been pretty crazy. I mean, if you look at the Eastern Conference, everybody loved the Chicago Bulls. Mm. They were kings of the East. And the East was really where you you know all eyes were because you looked at them, you looked at the Knicks, you looked at the Pacers in the yep. 90s. They were the, the, the big teams. The, uh, the Sixers Celtics were there, too. the Celtics. Mm. And, and, you know, things have sort of changed. Though, interestingly, I mean, now our NBA champion comes from the Eastern Conference, being the Milwaukee Bucks. And yeah, so yeah. it's really, really an interesting conference at the moment. And, you know, I think that when people looked at um, the Brooklyn Nets with Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving, everyone thought, okay, they just gone east to just walk it. And then, you know, an easy part to the finals. That has not been the case. So, Kaunda, let's look at the Eastern Conference. Let's look, let's look at the battle for the Eastern Conference playoff spots and just how close things are. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the best way to do that is almost break it up into to three brackets, right? Okay. So we'll have true contenders we'll have we're calling them potential surprise packages those would be surprises because you're like okay maybe they could you know sort of sneak in yeah. and then outside bets so these will be guys who could potentially do well in the eastern conference maybe have a deep uh postseason run but they're not necessarily expected to do anything special and mm-hmm. um i think let's start with the true contender contenders because those ones are, are, are fairly obvious right well uh obvious at this stage cyrus anything can happen I mean, I mean uh, that's true. Because, that's true. I mean, like you just said something very important, Cyrus. You said, we thought if you put uh, a trifecta of that caliber at the Brooklyn Nets, it'll be a cakewalk in the East. Exactly. But look at where we're standing now. Between one and 10th positions, four games, Cyrus? Yeah, it, Did you really, really think that 
the Boston Celtics, Atlanta Hawks would be that close to the Brooklyn Nets. Not I know, after, I know, I know not there's, no Kyrie, uh, there's no Kyrie. There's no Kyrie and that. But, that's true. But still, you've still got the best scorer in the league and one of the best shooters as well in, in James Harden. Yeah. As well as other pieces, you know, the backup point guard in Paddy Mills is is a killer. He's superstar. So 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 look, Cyrus, I, I, we 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 won't say they're, they're like the truest contenders in that they can't be caught, but they're the true contenders okay. right so, now. So so we're talking about true contenders. Yeah, there's three teams within this particular particular space: mm-hmm. the Brooklyn Nets, the Milwaukee Bucks as champions. Yep, and the Miami Heat. Yeah. I think we can agree on those being the sort of really true contenders. If you're looking for guys to really come out of the East who could make it through to the NBA Finals, those would probably be the best and safest bets yeah. if you're looking for somebody to say, okay, fine, I think these guys will go out and become champions. So we know the Nets. Um, I mean, Kyrie, we haven't seen him at all because of his COVID decision-making issues. Yep. Um, but then you've also got James Harden and, and Kevin Durant. Things haven't been rosy. No, like no, they're no, not no. running away with it. But you know, when you look at how things have gone for them, you know, like the start of the season wasn't necessarily great. They they lost a couple of games that looked like gimmies. But yeah. the record right now, as we record this, is fourteen and five, best in the Eastern Conference, two games ahead of the Heat and the Bulls, who mm-hmm. are also just one we'll talk about. The Nets are are looking really solid, and I mean, there's a reason why they'll they'll be true contenders. But then the Bucks. The other one here, and and people might raise eyebrows and say, Man, they're 11 and 8, they're three games back from the Nets, but they've had the injury issues, they've had COVID layoff issues, they've had chemistry issues. There's new guys in there, there's also the motivation about you know, after you've won a championship, are, yep. you, are you as fired up? Are you on as high on the Bucks as I am in terms of potentially making it back to an NBA Finals, Cyrus? Um, you know, I would say yes, but no. You see, the, the, I the, mean, the thing. Why say yes then if you're going to say no? Because I've just realized who they would be up against if we look at our, our bracket, right? We look at the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat stay motivated. Mm-hmm. I, I think they, 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 they showed us a lot uh, after what they did in the bubble where, 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 when they lost, obviously, against the Lakers, but they were that team. And, yeah. and, and I think they still have the, 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 you know, that, that motivation. They still want it that much. And, and they're distant for me of. Kyle Lowry and PJ Tucker to me makes them an even stronger contender now. And and okay. and, and and when you look at a uh, with all due respect to the Bucks, once you've won a championship, Cyrus, sometimes I mean obviously there's like the nineties Chicago Bulls, uh-huh. you know, you got the, the, the Warriors. You got the Warriors, you got the, the, the Lakers. The eighties uh Lakers and and, and, and Boston and the, Celtics mm-hmm. and that. And the Kobe Lakers, Kobe and Shaq Lakers. Kobe and Shaq Lakers as well from the nineties. But Cyrus, something happens sometimes. I mean, I, I, I saw this happen even with the uh, Toronto Raptors. Mm. The, the, the hunger sometimes goes. Not everybody carries it forward to the if, next season. Because if you're calling Kawhi Leonard hunger, then yes, that definitely went. Well, he, he, he <laughs> left. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so did Danny Green. But, 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 but even the, the, the rest of the squad, I, I know they played very well post that championship. But, but some teams, they just don't carry that hunger over. And I'm not saying the team as a collective. I know Giannis wants to be a two-time mm. champion. He wants to go back-to-back. But the other pieces around him, and I won't call out any names at this stage, do you think they're as motivated as he was? Especially those 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 team members that yeah. were just minor role players that were actually quite shocked that they're now champions? Potentially. potentially. Are, are they as hungry but, as but, he but, is? But I think this is the thing about Giannis, though, right? Is that Giannis is infectious. And mm. Giannis will not... A bit like how Kobe was. I mean, yeah. it's, it's weird to, to compare them 
because the skill sets are different, but that drive and that hunger is very, very similar. Very similar, yeah. And, and I think that Giannis will be on his teammates. You remember what it was like in the finals where he was losing it. Absolutely, he was absolutely yeah. losing it. It was like, how do you guys play like this after fighting so hard? To come this far. Exactly. Yeah. And and so I think he's the kind of guy who could motivate them to get back to another level. And I think they're also kind of taking their time about how they, they build their chemistry this season. Mm -hmm. Because they'll know what who they can count on when the chips are on the line towards the end of, of, of really close playoff games. So I, I think that the Bucks have what it takes to to be a really true contender and potentially even go on to... Um, to, to, to win it all again. Because wow. when you've got Giannis there and Giannis is doing things he hasn't done before and his numbers are still incredible, you know, he, he could actually pull this group forward and you never know what they could do in, uh, just before the trade deadline. Maybe mm -hmm. they make some moves and, and bring somebody in as well who could really make a, another difference. But for me, the Bucks will always be one of those guys. Um, and then the Heat. I think you mentioned it in terms of the, the hunger, the drive, the tenacity. They've got a really great roster. Yep. Uh, Kyle Lowry is a great addition for them. Um, and, you know, PJ Tucker almost replaces the veteran, veteran experience that they had with uh, Andre Iguodala when he was there. Absolutely. Um, and he gives you a lot of defensive prowess. And the, Cyrus, he, they have the spirit of Udanis Haslam. Who has actually <laughs> seen minutes this year? Yes, you know, Udanis, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know how. Hunter. He, he. I think he, he's got vibranium knees. <laughs> but, but, but I saw him on the floor, and I was like, Cyrus, get him on the floor. Get him. Get him on the he floor. He is playing. But, but look, as a locker room guy, as a motivator, as as the grandfather who gets everybody going, yeah. I, I think he's a great piece for them. And, and just, I'll go back to this young man, Jimmy Butler, Cyrus. Mm. He, he. He has that leadership quality that young, young to us, young to us, yes, mm -hmm. uh, especially me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a long time ago, I, I just used to think th this is a cocky youngster who thinks he's the second coming of uh, of Michael Jordan because he plays for the Bulls. You know, yeah. I, I, I thought, nah. But then I've realized over the years that Jimmy Butler is who you need on your team when when you've got a lot of youngsters who yeah. need somebody to direct them, and I think that's what he has taken. To, 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 the, to the Miami Heat. I mean, he, I know he tried it at the 76ers, didn't quite work. But, but he is. Minnesota, didn't quite work. He, but he, He's the embodiment of Heat culture, right? That work hard and yep. you'll get your rewards. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's the thing. I, I, I like Jimmy Butler. Um, I do think that there are some holes in his game, but not necessarily mm -hmm. in terms of like, you know, him being bad or anything like that. But just, you know, there's certain things where you can see how teams can beat the Heat. Mm -hmm. But as a collective, they play so well. And Bam Adebayo, I mean, you know, our Nigerian-American. Gotta love I Bam, mean, Bam, that guy is just sensational. So, you know, when they're all playing well, the Heat are really almost unstoppable, especially with the Tyler, Tyler Hero that we're seeing now coming yep. off the bench. I mean, I honestly think, and, and the betting odds will tell you, Tyler Hero is the favorite for sixth man of the year right now. Absolutely. I, I can't argue with that, Cyrus. That, that young man, again, very young, probably mm -hmm. could be my grandson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, he, he, he's proving that there's a new definition to hero ball. See what it did Oh, there. man. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. That's, I mean, and, and you, you are not incorrect. I do think that you're cor uh, correct about Tyler Hero and, and how they're playing. And, and Duncan Robinson, we haven't seen the best of him yet. No, no, so no, no. I'm, I'm really, I, that's why I think the, the, the Heat are contenders within this space. Mm -hmm. um, but let's move to the next tier, right? And that's the sort of potential surprise packages. Okay. Now, within this group, there's three teams. We've got the Chicago Bulls, we've got the, the Philadelphia 76ers, and the Atlanta Hawks. Now, I know there's going to be people listening to this going, man, how are you going to leave the Knicks out of this? How are you going to leave the Wizards out of this? But 
hear us out, right? Yeah. And, and and I think we're, we're also sort of in agreement here. The Chicago Bulls look as if they are flying as high as they can. I mean, their record of 12 and 7 is exactly the same as the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. They it's it's a relatively it's a newly constructed roster yep. with the additions of Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso. Um you know, you look at those guys and you think could they have made such a big difference? Yes, when you add Billy Donovan as the head coach there. Yep. So the Bulls they are looking really solid. But both of us, I think, are, are kind of weary of, you know, crowning them to say, yes, they're going to be contenders this season. They could go far in the postseason, mm-hmm. but um, maybe not because it there's could. a lot that, that you know, that, that hasn't been tested thoroughly yet. Look, they've started at a very high pace, Cyrus, and, mm-hmm. and, and rightfully so because they've got nice young package, uh, nice young players there, nice young package. Because if you look at Lonzo Ball, yeah. still a, a, a young guard. If you, if, if you, if you, if you look at the... Uh, Demar Derozan. Demar Derozan isn't that old. If you if you if you look at Nikola Vucevic and the Caruso is back. Mm-hmm. You know he he's showing Los Angeles Lakers why they should miss him. You know yeah. I mean like yeah. do, 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 it sucks to be you right now. If I may borrow <laughs> a, a line from Beyonce there, you know what I mean? Like look at what I'm doing in Chicago, and you know Cyrus, you, you look at uh, Zach Levine, mm-hmm. the high flying Zach Levine. Cyrus, they've got such a young core, such an energetic core. It reminds me of. The Bulls, even maybe in the Derrick Rose era, you, you know what I mean? High flying, high pace, and and high energy, yeah. high energy, fast pace, and, and, and Cyrus. I think it, it's a great pace to start at. I just hope they're able to maintain, yeah. because this is regular season mm-hmm. and, and postseason. As you and I have seen from all the years of watching basketball, it demands a certain, a different kind of yeah. mentality, exactly, a, a different kind of approach. Your, your head space has to be. You know, your head has to be in a different space altogether, and mm. I, and I and I hope the Chicago Bulls can maintain this and maybe have a nice postseason berth. You know what I mean? No, I'm I'm with you, and I think the thing about Chicago right now is that they look really, really good. Mm. I don't know if they've got enough game breakers. That's potentially the thing for me. But we also haven't necessarily seen a lot of these guys like uh, Zach Levine to be tested in the postseason, mm. where you're just like, okay, so how good are you really? And and we're seeing like a buildup of, of regular season form that's looking good. Mm-hmm. I think Bulls fans will be excited. I think a lot of us basketball fans will be excited because it's another contender in the Eastern Conference. Yes. But if we look at somebody like uh, the Philadelphia 76ers, the reason why we've kept them in the sort of uh, potential surprise packages is that you never know what's going to happen with Philly when yeah. Joel Embiid comes back uh, and what they could do or get for the likes of Ben Simmons if they do initiate a trade this season, which I believe they will do. Um, and they haven't been really poor. Yes, they're not necessarily pushing the, the team to the top at, at present, and they're on a bit of a, a, a losing run at the moment. I mean, like they just lost recently. But the thing about the Sixers, though, is that they're very well coached. They've mm-hmm. got some really interesting uh, players on their roster. And, um, you know, you, you can't discount them because this team has got the potential to unlock into something really special if they can just get some of the things sorted around Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid playing at the level that we know he can do. So Cyrus, now I'm going to ask you a question, a pretty unpopular question, especially because you're a big 76ers fan. Yeah. Now the mutterings around the campfire are that maybe uh, Doc Rivers is not that guy anymore. In terms he, of being the coach. Be, being the coach that takes them to a championship because he tried many different things at, at the Clippers that didn't work. Uh, a, a lot of people say 
2008 was the Dark Rivers year, and that's about it. You know what's weird is I I, I have some thoughts about that. Uh-huh. Um, I've I, I've I've actually felt that a little bit about Doc Rivers in terms of you know perhaps he's hit a ceiling mm-hmm. with his with his coaching specifically. But what's interesting for me about it though is that this current Sixers lineup, this Sixers yep. team, shouldn't actually be playing as well as they are. The roster is not great. Like they've got good players there, and you've seen that these players can absolutely do nothing on certain nights. You mm-hmm. know I'm talking about Tobias Harris. But there are other guys who, when you bring them all together, guys like uh, like Maxi, um, uh-huh. the youngster, um, uh, Matisse Thybul, um you, you, you know, you look at these guys and you see... Seth Curry, sorry. Yeah, Seth, Seth Curry. Curry. I mean, you know, is you know, because Doc Rivers, Seth Curry, they're all in the family now <laughs> after Austin married uh, <laughs> uh, Steph and, uh, and Seth's sister. Yeah. Um, but the thing for me is he's managed to make them a really well-drilled team. Mm-hmm. And if they lose games, they're not being blown out by teams. You know, it would no. be like the, the odd sort of point here and there. And, you know, everybody questioned why they brought in Andre Drummond. But as a sort of replacement for, for Joel Embiid's minutes that you might miss, mm-hmm. you can see why they've got him. He's not got the same scoring impetus that isn't Andre Drummond. No, not really. But when you want rebounds or some, a defensive presence, you can see why he'd be there as a good second option. That's why I'm, I'm looking at the Sixers and I'm saying, let's not discount them just yet. Okay. Because if Joel Embiid comes back fit, rearing to go, then they're still in with a shot. And if they can bring in some good pieces... For Ben Simmons, for ben Simmons this yeah. really elevates them completely. True, true. Now, let's look at the Atlanta Hawks here, right? I mean, they also, much like the Sixers, have been underperforming um, after last season's exploits. Mm-hmm. But they do have pretty much the same solid roster. Uh, Trey Young is still trying to find his feet. Do you feel as if the Atlanta... I mean, we both feel Atlanta could do something. But what do you think their sort of ceiling is? Do you think they could maybe even go one better than the Eastern Conference uh, Finals? Um, and and make it to the NBA Finals. Cyrus, last season, uh, Atlanta showed me something. Mm. Like a big, gigantic, Georgia-sized heart that they have, Cyrus. I mean, that young man, Trey Young, Mm. went into the garden, the mecca of basketball, and made himself the villain and succeeded. Yeah, Cyrus, I I I was looking at Trey Young and saying, wow. This is a future leader. Yeah, he, he 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 had the wherewithal to to go to New York and become the villain and actually perform. Yeah, he, he didn't he do a, a sort of Damian Lillard wave oh, at one point. Oh no, waved, it was a bow. It he, was a bow. He, he bowed. <laughs> he, he dusted the ice off his shoulders. He did pretty much everything. Pretty much everything. Cyrus, I I, I believe in ATL. I I, I think I, I like the look of those guys. They've got one of our favorite African players as well, mm, Clint, uh, Capella. Clint Capella, as well Cyrus, as Gorgie Jang, who they we got love. Gorgie Jang, who we love as well. John Collins, Cyrus. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen the best version of that young player. Not yet. He, he can still get better. Yeah. They, 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 they've got great pieces at, at that squad, Cyrus, that I believe that, that that they could make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And again. Maybe, yeah, again. And, and maybe contend for an actual NBA uh, championship. I don't know if it can happen at this pace. They're going to have to... Well, they'd have to get better pick, defensively. Pick, yeah, pick it up a couple of notches. Defensive rating the, is terrible. Defensive rating is terrible. And, and uh, they would have to pick it up, but I think they're the kind of team that could surprise. I, I guess yeah. that's why we put them in this bracket, exactly. right? Exactly. They, they could surprise us because they can get better. If there's one thing that they do have going for them, it's scoring, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, if you look at it, in terms of points per game, they're sixth in the NBA. 
um, 13th in rebounds, 12th in assists. So a lot of the stuff that you need to do going forward, they're doing really well. It's the stuff they're doing defensively, or rather the stuff they're not doing, doing defensively, defensively yeah. that is going to be the biggest problem for them. And I think that, you know, the scoring impetus that you get from Trey Young He's not just the three-point guy. He Mm-mm. he shoots well, but he also brings other players into the game a lot better. And as he gets older and more mature, you start to see his de- his game developing more. Yeah. So they need to, and I, it's also been a bit of a, a weird one for them because they have missed certain players here and there because of injury and and COVID restrictions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, but but when you look at at their all-around um, roster, Bogdanovich, Bogdan Bogdanovich, really good, player. great player. Uh, they still have Danilo Gallinari, who they could trade for some other people as well because of the emergence of DeAndre Hunter mm-hmm. and um, and Cam Reddish. John Collins has another level to rise to definitely, as well. Definitely. Clint Capella is also playing well, but not necessarily at the highest level yet. And then Onyeka Okongu, who is only in his second season yep. um, with them and in the NBA, he's got another um, level that he can also go to. So, you know, this 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 defense that they can call on and then there's Lou Williams who's always one of those guys Mr. Sixman he's just so good so you know I look at that roster and I think yeah the Hawks we shouldn't discount them they really have got a lot of talent so you know I think people should keep their eyes on them now let's move into the outside bets the teams that we feel could do something in the postseason maybe just scrape into the playoffs Mm -hmm. but these guys could maybe even surprise and make it to the, the conference semis I'm going to list them in one go, and then we'll talk about them individually. We're talking about the New York Knicks, the Washington Wizards, the Charlotte Hornets, and the Boston Celtics. Now, these four teams have got a lot going for them, but you can also see why they're not necessarily true contenders or even potential surprise packages. And I think for the, for the Knicks in particular, and we'll talk about them first, we saw it last year. We saw yeah. it last season where... They did so well in the regular season just to, to, to end with it. Oh, I think they were the fourth seed mm-hmm. um, in, in the Eastern Conference. And then the playoffs came and, uh, yeah, they, they got found out pretty quickly by the Atlanta Hawks. Look, Cyrus, the, the postseason is a different animal. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think experience plays a, a big part of this. And, and anybody who's been multiple times to the postseason will tell you it's not about just you know getting in there at full speed you know full steam ahead and and thinking you're going to make it through the postseason now it becomes a a game of series now you're like okay we're going to go this is a seven game series we're going to see who can outlast the other who can outmaneuver the other who Mm. can outskill the other who can outpace, outlast. So, so sounds, it, sounds like you're talking about Survivor. Yeah, it is. It, it's basically Survivor, Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 16 teams on the Survivor <laughs> Island, you know? And, and, and that's basically and, and what who the post come out last, yeah. Yeah, because it, it, it's also about timing and positioning. Which seed do you want to come up as? Because you don't mm. want to be the eighth seed when the Brooklyn Nets are the top seed because yeah. you know you're in problems to, to exactly. start with. You, you, exactly. you know what I'm saying? So it, it, it is a... Uh, a question of being tactful even if you do come in as the seventh seed then if you do win who do you meet in the second round you know there's a lot of moving pieces there and if you're an inexperienced team like a new york knicks yeah you're gonna struggle but but these are all learning situations you know they learn from that and obviously cyrus let's keep it real uh, is the new are the New York Knicks really out of the woods in terms of ownership and management and They're all those there. kind They're of other issues? There. You know, so th- they've got a whole lot of things happening in the background as well. But I think, it, look, 
Yeah, big shout out to Julius Randle and Co. But yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Look, they're an we're outside bit. We're, we're, we're not, not writing them off. We're, we're not, not writing them off. But but I think that we're being realistic about just what the the expectation is for their chances. Because yeah. when you keep looking at this team, I can't see where the superstar is. I can see the Randles playing well. Mm-hmm. I can see that uh, you know Derek Rose Derek is Rose playing is well. Uh, Kemba Walker has his moments. Even Fournier is important for them. But there's no star player who you're going to say, like, R.J. Barrett's been good, but he's not been great. No. Like, there's nobody who you're going to say, okay, fine, this is the guy who, when the chips are down, we can pass the ball to him, and he'll be like, don't worry, guys. I got, I got this. this. Yeah, nah. there isn't one. Not yet. And and I think that's the thing about the Knicks. I don't know if I could look at them and say, okay, we can definitely put the ball in somebody's hands and they will go and get us buckets. Mm-hmm. Yet, let's look at the Wizards. And you almost can see that if you've got a Bradley Beal. Yeah. But the thing about Bradley Beal, though, is has he performed at that level in the postseason in the past? He has been there, mm-hmm. and it hasn't necessarily been great. But the guys that he has around him now are very different to the Wizards teams he's had in the past. I think this Wizards team is a surprise package at the moment. I don't know how far they'll go, and I do think that they'll be trying to push to, to A, keep Beal on the roster, because if they're playing well then everyone's going to be like, okay, Bradley, how are you going to go now? Look at us. We've got a good team. Yeah. Just stick around. And and he loves Chocolate City. So the Wizards, for me, are a team that, you know, they, they've got good pieces. They've got guys who can do well. I just don't see them going deep in the playoffs. Can I be nostalgic a little bit here? Go for it. Cyrus, if, they, if, if the Washington Wizards had this team mm-hmm. plus John Wall, yeah. It, it would be an, a healthy John Wall. Yeah, it would be a different story. No, definitely. We, you know definitely. that we're talking about. But now, obviously, that 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 absence of a player at John Wall caliber, it's 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 a big issue. Sorry, no, it it's, it's a big is. issue. I mean, the the guys they they got in in the trade for Russell Westbrook have been showing up. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma, Coldwell Pope, despite the size of his jersey, who show up <laughs> <laughs> and play well. Maybe the, the the lights in Chocolate City are not as bright as the ones in L.A., which is good. And and, and Montrez Harold, that's six man of the year yeah. caliber. Grit and grime. He just he's got, so good. He does his work. And KCP, that's a shooter. You need yeah. a shooter on your payroll. So. Those guys have been showing up. Bradley Beal's been showing up. Uh, you, you know, and, and I've been liking the look of the Washington Wizards. But without a player the caliber of John Wall, I don't think they can really even smell the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I mean, look, even the Eastern Conference semifinals, I mean, yeah. that, that would be that would be a, a, a tough call for them. And they haven't even got Rui Hachimura at the moment. Yeah, well. Um, he's he's expected to, to return relatively soon. Mm. And he's been fantastic for them over the last couple of years. So adding him to this roster will just elevate them. And if they can get more from Dave, uh, Davis Bertans, then, you know, this, this Wizards team could maintain the momentum that they've got at the moment. Um, I think the last two teams that we'll talk about in this outside bets, you know, the Charlotte Hornets, they you mentioned something to do with um, being inexperienced. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that's what we're getting with the Hornets here, is that there's a reason why they, they, they play so good when they're on form, and then mm-hmm. as soon as they hit a wall, they hit that wall hard. And mm-hmm. I think that's what we're seeing with them. They're, they're really good right now. I don't know if this form will maintain. Um, you know, there's always the Gordon Hayward, Willie Wonty play because injury stuff has never been kind to him. And then Lamelo Ball is just that X factor guy. You know, mm-hmm. like he could pitch up and and, and drop thirty on you, yep. or then g- dish fifteen plus assists in a game. So you know, and t- scary Terry Rozier. You know, he's he's one of those guys who could also just show up on on, on any given Sunday. Um, and they've also got Bridges as well. Yeah, who's who's been really good for them. So 
it's just that with all of that being said, you look at the center position for them and you're like, oh man, that is not looking good for you guys. You yeah. need to do something to change things up. But Cyrus, I'm going to go out on a limb real quick. I'm not saying Lamella Boy is Steph Curry, right? But if you look at okay. if you look at the young uh, Charlotte Hornets, yeah. don't they remind you of a young Golden State Warriors, like like the current Golden State Warriors when they were still very young, when Steph was just a young buck and and Clay was 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 a little you Terry know, Rozier. Then I, I'm, you know Clay was a little Terry Rozier. I mean, okay, look, he shoots another, much better than Terry. But I'm just saying, interesting no, comment. No, but now listen, but, but I'm but just saying you, like you. the potential over the years. If 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 the, if the Hornets can sort of keep this unit together and help it mature. I'm not saying they're going to become you, a dynasty, you know, but I think this is the kind of team that can gel together and become like a great, uh, well-oiled machine look, like the Warriors did. I, I get you. I, I will say this about that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they've got some good young pieces there. LaMelo mm-hmm. Ball in particular is just sensational. I mean, this is only a second season in the NBA, mm-hmm. and that's nuts. We haven't even seen... James Booknight, the rookie, really do anything. Yeah. Um, and and you look at some of the other sort of young guys there, and you're like, okay, so who else could they call on, you know, to really sort of stabilize them, become future pieces for them? And I don't know, because Miles Bridges, he's, you know, this is his fourth season in the league, yeah. but it's the likes of Terry, who's 27, and, and he's been in the league for six years. Gordon Haywood has been around for, for an eternity. He's 31, <laughs> 11 seasons. Uh, Ish Smith, 33, 11 seasons. So, you know, those guys will have to go. Yeah. And then we'll see what else they can do. You see, this is what, what I was talking about with the, with the Warriors situations because they, they went and brought in uh, good bench players that, that, that came yeah. in. They, they brought in your Zaza Petulias who were not originally yeah. there. Uh, they, and you, those you, guys you, played their role. You know, Sean Livingston. And, you, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you get these three, four young pieces that you can groom up and, and then and, you start... And, mm. and that's my point. Is you the, start bringing the in young uh, pieces. I'm yeah. not sure about them. Yet. You're not sure about their potential. You know, yeah, like okay. Lon's, L- Lamelo is just he's really great. So you need a couple others who are around about that age group who will do well. Uh-huh. Maybe James Booknight might be one of those, but I don't see it in any of the other young players. And that's okay. the key thing here is that you've Look, got to have enough. a group that that will be uh, at the same age, maturing at the same level, mm-hmm. um, and to take you to that place. I just don't think the Hornets are there yet. And then the Boston Celtics. Who you know when you look at them, they're just they're a disaster. Um, they've got so many good players, they just haven't been able to take it to another level. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be changes made. It's potentially you know I think they're going to stick with Jason Tatum. I have a feeling Jalen Brown might be a, a piece they use in a trade, which mm-hmm. will be sad to see. But they need to make something drastic happen in order to become contenders again. Yes, uh, Cyrus, real contenders. Because it, it, it's like you've got. So many players playing their own game in Boston yeah. at the moment. I mean, you don't even know if Jason Tatum talks to Marcus Smart anymore and Jalen yeah. Brown uh, is talking to Dennis Schroeder. We, we, we don't even know. Are they really a unit? Or, it seems so uh, disjointed. Yeah, it's it's like they're a pickup uh, game team. I'm, I'm, I'm stretching. I'm stretching here. I'm stretching here. <laughs> but, 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 you know, uh, Coach Udoka has got a lot of work to do yeah. here. And yeah. um, if, if, if you ask me, 
Do we miss Brad Stevens? Can I can, can I ask that I question? I mean, look, we definitely can, but Brad Stevens got to do a lot in the front office as well. And you know, it's one thing to move yourself into the front office; uh-huh. you got to do the work there. And and I think this is where he's going to have to earn his money because the big decisions got to be made. Yeah, he'll know the playing staff as much as anybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's coached these guys, so you know, I think Brad Stevens will have. A big say in what happens with the Celtics going forward, what they look like, what what the the makeup of this team will be, mm. and and I think there's some really really big questions that need to be answered. Um, I, that's why we, we've sort of put them in 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 the sort of outside bets because maybe things will click, maybe things will start working when you look at the talent that is Jason Tatum, the cha- the talent that is Jalen Brown. I, I'm gonna make a co-determined proclamation. Go here. for it. These are world famous. Yes, they need to blow it up. Well, I mean, let's not say blow it all the way up. I think reconstruct. Let's go there. They need to keep two key pieces. The rest can go. Look, I'm not against that. The question will be what they can get back for it. But I think that's another conversation (coughs) altogether because I'm not I'm not averse to the idea. I just want to see how how that would look and and what direction you'd go in. Because is that really like, okay, fine, we're going to try and find good young talent to come through because that means then you let go of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Cyrus, they've been trying this since the days of Isaiah Thomas. Hmm. Interesting uh, point. You, you, we'll have to come back to that. Okay. We'll have to come that's back to that. That's for another podcast. That's for another podcast. But I'm going to just give one one really good honorable mention to a team that we haven't included in this list, and that's the Toronto Raptors. They've been all over the show in mm-hmm. terms of just their form and what have you. But I do think that they're the kind of team who could just suddenly flip a switch and start going on a run. So the Raptors are one that I'd probably I just need to go out and say, keep your eye on them too in the Eastern Conference. Okay, that's that's the end of that discussion calendar. Um, let's get into our, our post up betting corner, mm-hmm. followed by bet.coza. Um, we, we need you to keep listening because this is where things get really juicy. Um, the post up betting corner, we've got games to watch out for this uh, up in, uh, upcoming weekend. Mm-hmm. And w- something that's a bit of an anomaly for us, especially, I guess, because of uh, you know Thanksgiving weekend in the States, yep. is a really early Friday night game. Love um, it. It's an early here in, in Central African time. It's two, uh, 10.30 Friday night. Uh, Central African time. It's the Detroit Pistons playing the the LA Clippers. I mean that that's it should be a Clippers one in that one, right, Kay? Yeah, this the, this one looks like it could be a, a, a Clippers one. Although Detroit has been known to beat Los Angeles teams. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. So say yes, no more. yes, we've seen what happens <laughs> with with uh, some of those teams, um, and we're not even going to go into when you say beat. Some of it might even beat up, you know. So uh, we won't go into that discussion, right? But if you're going to make a, a, a prediction, are you going to say Clippers in this one? Uh, man, he's just tickled. He's just tickled. Look, it's just it's just beef stew, man. It's just beef stew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kaunda Chama, dead, dead to rights. Sorry, it's, it's 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 not like it's not like LeBron James, you know, was in the ring. He he, he knew where the ring was, and uh, he stepped out of it. Okay, <laughs> all right, Cyrus, you back? <laughs> yes, I vote Clippers. Clippers. Uh, I, I think Clippers for the win in this one. Clippers yeah, for the win. It is in LA. I think Clippers will have this one. And if there's one thing to also say. Um, isn't there a Lakers game soon after that for the Detroit Pistons? Absolutely, that, yes. that is we're, there. We're going to be watching that MMA. That's, <laughs> that's going to be the How Have You Been game. <laughs> How Have You Been? Saturday morning, that's the next one, and there's some real, real humdingers here. So, 4 a.m. Saturday morning, Central African time, Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Denver Nuggets. Really good game to watch. Um, who you got in that one, Kate? This is a tough one, Cyrus, because I really fancy the Milwaukee Bucks in the East. And you know Denver, one of my favorite 
uh, teams in the West. And yeah. this is taking place in Denver. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm giving Milwaukee a road win. Yeah. It's a road win for, for, for Milwaukee. So we're, we're two two for two on this one because I think the Bucks are going to take that one too. I think mm-hmm. the, the Nuggets are in a really tough spot. Um, just playing playing staff-wise, you know, the guys are really banged up. Um, and yeah. I, I just don't know if they'll have enough to to beat the Bucks in this one. And I think Giannis and them will want to make a, a statement in that game, you know, to say, don't forget, we're the champions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you've got the Trailblazers playing the Golden State Warriors at 5 in the morning, uh, that very same Saturday morning. Uh, what a game to wake up to on a Saturday morning. Especially uh, for Golden State Warrior fans. Yeah, I that's mean, true. If I was in a Portland jersey, Lord. Uh, yeah, Cyrus, you know what? Yes. Just because I like getting on your last one. <laughs> I think <laughs> this is the morning that Damian Lillard is going to outdo Steph Curry and his merry men. And Portland are going to win in San Francisco. Okay, I mean, I like the way that you... I mean, Dame is from the Bay Area. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, you know, he'd, he'd love to do something. But uh, in meetings against Steph in the past... Things have not gone well for Damian Lillard. So I'm going with the Warriors in this one. I can see why you'd go with the Blazers considering their really good victory. Oh, sorry, loss against the Kings. But <laughs> I guess, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, so, you, if uh, you pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and beat the once upon a time champions. Oh, there you go. Let's see how that goes. But I'm going Warriors. You're going Blazers. I'm going Blazers. Right. Now, Sunday morning, 2.30 in the morning. You could stay up all night Sunday, uh, Saturday too, to watch this one. It's the Phoenix Suns taking on the Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn. Counter, this is a tough one to call. Who do you have? You took the words right out of my mouth. Tough one to call. And I don't think the Phoenix Suns have got an answer for one, um, the Slim Reaper, the, 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 the Durantula, Kevin Durant. Get me some lotion, Kevin Durant. <laughs> I, I, I don't. <laughs> Durant done told you not to play with him online, okay? Who, yeah. who, who hit the hairbrush, Kevin Durant? <laughs> oh, Carl has got, got jokes. Back. He's got jokes today. No, look, uh, Cyrus, th- th- this is the only situation I'm seeing here. The Phoenix Suns have got great firepower. I think the addition of Javel McGee gives them a bit of rim protection there, mm-hmm. and that I mean the, the likes of Cam. Johnson, yeah. uh, they, they, they've come back, and, and you know they, they, they're still clicking. But still, if you don't have a real answer for, for one KD. Kevin Durant, even James Harden, do they really have an answer? Okay, can Devin Booker just make your call, bud? Okay, I'm giving it to Brooklyn. Okay, Brooklyn. the home team wins. Nets for you. Nets for I, me. I'm going to go against the grain here. I think the Phoenix Suns, there's a reason why they've been on such a long winning uh, winning streak. Mm. They play good team basketball. The Nets have been struggling as a team, but they've gotten good performances from KD, James Harden, and Patty So Mills. you don't want to keep your money? No. And, I, uh, I like to put it on the line, bud. And oh, that's what okay. I'm going to do here. So I'm going Suns in this one. Uh, three, thir- uh, 3 in the morning is the Heat versus the Chicago Bulls. Mm. That's another good one. Yes. Um, okay. Your prediction in that one? Uh, based on all that I've said about Jimmy Butler, I cannot bet against the Miami Heat in this one, Cyrus. Love the Chicago Bulls doing great things. Fast-paced, high-energy, high-octane. But still, uh, I think the Miami Heat will burn the Chicago Bulls. Okay, I'm going with the Bulls in this one. I think that it's a home game. So and, you, um, you're giving away more money. Yeah, okay. it's, no, no, no. it's what happens. I, li- I like that. I think this is a statement game for Charitable Chicago. Charitable sigh. 
look, it's not charity if you're just losing it. <laughs> um, but the thing is that the Chicago Bulls have got a, a statement to make here. I think uh-huh. DeMar DeRozan will be fired up. He'll yeah. be seeing his old mate, Carl Lowry. You know, oh. they, they, they get on really well. Jimmy Butler uh, goes back to the American Airlines yep. Arena. Um, and so when you look at those, there's so many different storylines. You know, you've got Zach Levine versus uh, Tyler Hero. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or th- maybe it's even Tyler Hero versus Alex Caruso. You know? Ooh, so, yes, yes, from the, from, from, from the bubble. So there's so much to look out for here. So I think it's really, really cool. And I think that that's a, it's such a tough one. But I'm going to go with the, with the Bulls. With Chicago. And uh, to end off our picks, it's the NBA Sunday's Clash. You know we love these because they're at a great time for us here in Africa. So it's on at 10.30 p.m. Central African time, Sunday night. It's the Golden State Warriors playing the L.A. Clippers in L.A. Kaonda, who do you have? Deep breaths. Okay, nice. Look, even as I will be driving down Crenshaw Boulevard, uh-huh. I will know that the boys from San Francisco are coming to take this. It's definitely a Golden so State Warriors Warriors win. for you, huh? Warriors for the win. Um, I think we are in agreement here. Um, I think the Warriors, though I must say this is kind of tentative for me, mainly because... I don't think the Clippers have been good and they've lost some close games when they really shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling about the way the Warriors play at Staples Center sometimes. And um, it's not Steph's favorite place. No, that's only because he's scared of LeBron. This team is not that team. <laughs> this is he, not that team. If there's one thing to say about Steph being scared of LeBron, he's beaten him quite a number of times, though. Yeah. Uh, but So I don't know about that. But I'm going with the Warriors. But not one. at Staples Center. Uh, well, I guess not, you know. <laughs> I guess not, Calendar. It's just one of those things. Um, we've come to the end of the post-up betting corner. Please make sure that if you do bet, gamble responsibly, everybody. Yep. It really is such an addictive thing. We don't want you to have a problem or develop a problem. Or even, even if you have a problem beforehand, try and take it easy. Uh, no persons under the age of 18 years of age are permitted to gamble. Yep. Uh, winners know when to stop. The National Responsible Gambling Program is available here in South Africa. Here's a number you can call. 0800-006-008. That's 0800-006-008. There's also a WhatsApp helpline. Mm-hmm. 076-675-0710. If you've got a problem, please reach out to somebody. Um, Kaunda, we've come to the end of the Post-Up podcast. And yep. um, it's been an, a really good one. Another good one. Um, are, they, are they ever bad? No, no, Cyrus. We, we, we keep it good and only rise up to great. That's basically it. You know, if anything, we're the, the Milwaukee Bucks here, you know. Better than us at your peril, but we're going to be champions. Uh, I'm Giannis. <laughs> Chris Middleton. <laughs> I hope you're happy with that. You know, that whole, which one is Batman, which one's Robin? Which one's Robin? No, no, look, I'll take a Chris Middleton. I'll take a Chris Middleton. I'm good. But I'm, I'm more of a Brooke Lopez, you know, in the paint. That's That me. is true. That is true. And sometimes goes missing. But thank you, everybody. Um, this has been another great poster podcast. Counter, thank you so much, my man. Thanks, um, I. Look, we've come to the end of the show. Make sure you like all of our channel, our, our pages, interact with us on socials. On Twitter, we're at Post Up Podcast. On Instagram, at Post Up Zone, at Post Up Zone on Facebook. Listen to the show every single week. Visit postupzone.com for all of your news from an African perspective. This is the Post Up Podcast. It's been great. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Post-up.